the John Banks Show, bringing man out of the cave. I am a man, and I know the cave. We're going to use my 47 years of experience and thousands of hours of listening to men and women to really try to explain the whole male psyche, which is um, a whole concoction within itself. Um, this show is a shared experience. Uh, our goal is to have a lot of interaction, a lot of calls, and to actually share the experience because an experience you've had probably is an experience someone else has had, so we can probably all grow from it. Remember, our telephone number is 646-652-2071. 646-652-2071. That's a sales thing we always repeat. Um, I'm very pleased today to be joined uh, as a sounding board by Gina Tomarco, host of Martini Meeting at 2.30 Eastern and 11.30 Pacific on Thursdays. Gina, thank you for joining me. Oh, thanks for having me today. I'm excited. I'm excited for you because I'm just dying to know how you're going to get them out of the cave. Well, we're out of the cave. We're just going to let you know why and how and all those things we get going. You know, I, I got two things that really I need to make very, very clear before we get going. I, I really important. Give you an idea, I am not a doctor, I'm not a therapist, and I'm not a counselor. I'm a real guy. I enjoy helping others by listening, giving them some positive thought, and occasionally giving them grains of information that may not be totally clear to the more insightful sex, of course, the female. Mm. The second item, and I, I again, you know, I can't, I can't be more clear about this item because it, it is, it is something that that may bother some. The name of this show, nor its content, are meant to reflect in any way, positively or negatively, on those gentlemen who do the Geico commercials who seem very <laughs> constantly offended by any references to cavemen. Let's just be very clear about that. Just want to make sure. I'll I tell you, watching those guys, though, I think it shows that um, over the, the many thousands of years since uh, caveman to where we are today that we really haven't gone that far. It seems like the only improvement we've made is improvement in facial hygiene. Mm. We seem to be shaving more and less less facial hair. Anyway, something on the facial hair item, when will it stop? We now have five blades on a razor. Wow. It started out with two. One pulled, the other one cut. Now we're up to five. The question is, when have we gone too far? Gina, do, do, do women have this many blades on razors? Is this is you know are there multiple pulls and cuts? I don't know how that works. I'm 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 so taken aback because I wasn't even aware of this five blade five what? Uh, there there are actually five blades. They're, they went to three a couple of years ago, wow. and I thought that was really taken out of the park. But now we've who gone to knew? Five. That did not know. Did not know. I don't think a lot of women know that. I don't I don't count the blades in my razor. This is uh, some of the information that you guys need to know about what men deal with on a daily basis. It may help you explain. I was going to say, does that explain crankiness or hard to deal with? I mean, does that affect your daily life? I like the way you're thinking. I, I like the way curious. you're thinking. We're, we're going to use that. We're going to use that. Um, when you call in, you know, one of the important things we'll need to know is kind of talk about an issue, but we're also going to need to know some information about your mate. Um, and I go the Dr. Evil route. Justin, can you give me that? Turn me a freaking bone here. I'm the I'm boss. The need the info. So I'll need a little bit of information to give you a little uh, better advised answer about the cave dweller 
that we will be discussing. Um, I'll need some info and I'll ask you some age and demographics, so don't be shy. Don't be shy. We're going to have some fun. I'm going to start today's conversation about mail with one of my favorite um, publications and an article uh, in here, and it's Men's Health Magazine. Great magazine, gives a lot of health information, a lot of physical information, um, a lot of relationship information, and I find some of it uh, interesting, some of it uh, elementary, and I think that will give you an idea of where we're headed, uh, because to be honest with you, ladies, guys aren't that smart. We are what we are. This is an article about what you don't want to say, and uh, men are constantly sticking foot in mouth, and uh, these are some of the things that, that men's health needed to spend a full page on telling us what not to say. Um, the first one I thought was kind of interesting was, I mean to. When you start, start a conversation with I mean to, their translation is, I thought of you and then immediately thought there was something better. Has this ever happened to you, Gina? I don't think I've heard the I mean to. Could, I, you, could you give I me mean, an example? I, I meant to come by and see you tonight, but... I, so that that's one of the things, as, as a man, we have been told not to say. Yeah, don't say that. Don't say that. That's, okay. It's uh, irritating. I, I, well, I can understand that. Now uh, Now that Men's Health has told me that, I probably wasn't very sure about that. One of the ones that I think is, is a, a male and female thing that uh, gets us is, I'm sorry you feel that way. <laughs> I think the uh, two of the most important terms for any relationship are the ability to say truly, I am sorry. I think that is, that is the biggest thing. I apologize. Those two things go so far in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And the, the key is they can't be said with any extra part out there that may not be agreeable. Mm-hmm. So when you say, I'm sorry you feel that way, what you're really saying is, I'm really not sorry at all that you're going through this. So it's your problem now. It is, it is. And, you know, interestingly enough, men's health tells us that we need to know this. So. Uh, if your if your if your guy doesn't know this, please give him a subscription to Men's Health, and he will he will learn these things. But I will I will agree with you that I think it's men and women. I think we all struggle with that. Well, I think uh, one thing uh, that an apology will do. One thing when you give an apology, I think that makes it great is to have a specific focus. Otherwise, I am sorry that I forgot to take the trash mm-hmm. out. I'm sorry that, you know, the more specific, the more meaning it is. Right. And it comes from the heart. Right. So that, but anyway, Men's Health felt they needed to tell us that. So I was glad to hear, glad to hear they were going with that. Um, another one that oddly came out of reality TV, um, I'm not here to make friends. Mm. I don't say that very often because I think making friends is great, but I did not know that that was a term that we should not use. I'm not here to make friends. It sounds like we're here to make enemies. I'm starting to think I'm a man. <laughs> well, we'll get you I'm, some men's. We'll, we'll get men's. Uh, a, a subscription this. will be coming to you. Um, and these are again things that we should not say. Um, if somebody answers you, here's what you should do. It really means they haven't listened to you and are going to tell you how you should live your life. Then, again, another item that Men's Health tells us men should not say. I'm starting to feel really bad for men. Um, If you can uh, get online with us, you can actually go to chat um, where you can go to Hear Women Talk and uh, 
go to the radio link and then the chat link, and you'll be able to actually chat with us online. And uh, I need to read something Dustin tell me, but I can't get it up, so I apologize. Anyway, uh, we're going to continue with these uh, important things that we do not want to hear, um, according to Men's Health. The next one is, oh, I know, that's like when I. Mm -hmm. If you're going to listen to someone tell a story, please let them finish, get a feeling about it, share something about it, Mm -hmm. but we don't want to take back control over it. So that's, that's, you know, another thing Men's Health felt very important for us to know. So we're, we're still working with that. You keep referring to men's health feels that way. Or do, well, you, do you feel that way? Uh, you know, I do on a lot of these, yes. Okay. Uh, they're, they're good, and I would, I would say you, you should work them. But, I, you know, a lot of times um, we say them, and we're going to hit one I'm going to hit in a minute that I say that okay. I, you know, unfortunately I'm, I'm pretty wrong and I need to work on um, another one is, I'm a good multitasker. Uh. <laughs> According to, and our writer here is Steve Delgeman. So I was sorry if I butchered his name, but that's as close as I can go. I'm a good multitasker. Uh, Steve says there are no good multitaskers. He says, um, no, you're not. Nobody is. And as you peck away at your Blackberry under the dinner table, everyone else is silently offended. So if you're multitasking, you're conversating with someone, you're really not paying them any attention and probably shouldn't even bother to mm-hmm. be in the conversation. Next up, when are you going to stop talking? <laughs> Gina, have you, uh, has anyone ever said that to you? Oh, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's that. That is, if you want to irritate me, that's, that's a good one to use. If you're the, uh, I thought he had a good line about this. Maybe you're not saying it out loud, but we can all see it on your engaged face. And a conversation bores you, make it better by contributing. So good line. Steve gave us some good information. And, and again, we're men. We're not that smart. Mm-hmm. So we need that. Um, next up, the one that I would say, you're wrong. Hmm something we don't want to throw out. No. Healthy disagreements make you an interesting guy to talk to. Dismissing someone's idea entirely makes you a radio yacker. Well, look at you. I <laughs> told you I had trouble with that one, so uh, you know, I need to, <laughs> need to work on are. that. Yeah, and here I am. And here. Uh, The last one is call you back later, okay? What it really means is that what I have to say to you currently anything else isn't important enough. Mm-hmm. So, But anyway, I thought it was an interesting article that I read out of Men's Health that had some information. And again, ladies, it should give you an opportunity to understand how men are put together and, and the things that we need to be told from time to time. Do you need anything on that? No. You've got that. That's good. No. That's good. Um, one of the things that uh, I have uh, done over the years is to give a uh, uh, some premarital advice to people who are getting married. Hmm. Are you able to read your chat? No, I, I was seeing if maybe there's something in my chat from that whatever chat was. No. Maybe came okay. Through. Anyway, the uh, there are three pieces of marital advice that I give. Oh, and hold on, let uh, me get my notebook. I, I about to say, and, I'm, and I'm, Gina, you are not married at this time. I am not married at this time. Hopefully, my fiance is not listening. Okay. 
I've been engaged for a very long time. Well, I think the long engagements are good. I, I did the six-year thing, and it was uh, very six years engaged. Yes, very. I was I married. I to wish a wonderful you wouldn't have very, said that. Well, I, well, and uh, and I was twenty-one at the time, so we're going to go from there. Okay. Anyway, the my three pieces of premarital advice are: when someone told you marriage is give and take, they lied to you. Mm. Okay, flat out, marriage is not give and take. You take everything within someone has to be given. There is no taking. So if you truly believe that you're expecting to take something from a marriage, mm-hmm. uh, probably not going to get there. Um, we're going to go back to uh, item number two in a minute. And uh, right now we're going to go to a break. And here we go. some things and I was trying to give up some advice of my premarital relationship advice but I did remind everybody that we do have a call-in number and would love to talk to you this is an interactive show what we really want to do is discuss real-life situations and and find out what really makes your man tick or what 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 works out there so we really love to have you involved um, our number here is 646-652-2071 again our number here is 646-652-2071 and guys I'm a, a nice soft listener and uh, like to do it with a lot of fun so we're gonna we're gonna have some fun with that back to the intriguing subject of JB's premarital relationship advice marriage is not give and take it is a give and give part of the program it is not you're not going to take anything from it that is in, isn't given to you by the other person so the only thing in your heart that you can do is give and give I like so. that that's one of my piece of advice. Next, I go to a classic rock and roll band from a Southern Era 38 special. The song is Hold On Loosely. Mm. When you're married, uh, you know, people need to be able to go out and be themselves. They need to be able to get away and, you know, have their own identity. Uh, the two stronger identities, I think, uh, can forge a stronger un- union. And uh, you've got to allow people to be. Um, people seem to be better when they're not hovered over. So I believe in, like I said, 38 Special said, hold on loosely. And I see you hold on loosely to your uh, current fiance. I, I do. I don't know if he necessarily would agree with that. But as I mentioned earlier before we went on air, we commuted for six years in our relationship between Chicago and Cleveland. So we managed to have our own identities and our own lives, and we do our own things, and we still do that. It's, it's so important because you're you're you know you spend so many hours in your professional life, you know you, your your spousal time is only so much time during a day or even a week, and, and so we al- we also work together a lot, so some alone time is good for both of us. Well, the the uh, very interesting that you, you you work together because to me that would uh, seem to be very difficult because even working relationships are one of the things we want to cover on this show is you know the man in your life may not be the spouse in your life they may be a working companion yeah, or a or a boss so we mm-hmm. want to try to look at those things as well. Um, my last item and uh, you know let me just say this as bluntly as I can. Uh, and uh, please don't be offended, anyone. Sex is important. Uh, important part of a relationship, relationship for intimacy and, and true happiness on both sides. So mm-hmm. I think, uh, you know, keeping that fresh, working on it, it's, it's not a, you know, it, 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 it can go stale. And you, it's a working part of the relationship. So 
You'll leave that one alone, Gina. No, Go, no. I've had this conversation before, and I'm trying to understand it. In mind, and I, I think I understand it more. Is I'd, I'd like to hear you talk more about that. I've been told that that is something that's in a, that's the emotional bond for a man. Uh, it, it it is. It really is, and um, it's uh, oddly almost a uh, a form of self expression. Mm-hmm. And um, it is something that uh, you know can. It's uh, it's a time when it's one on one, and it's a time when you can. Well, I guess for most people, <laughs> or sometimes, but it. it <laughs> I guess I'm going out out of bounds on that one. But uh, anyway, it it is important. Um, uh, it's important, and the intimacy intimacy part of it. It's it's uh, when people are most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're when you're out there, you're naked. You're you're you know you're 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 hanging out there. You know. But it is a time to really appreciate one another, and and in many ways, and it, and where guys may not be as verbal mm-hmm. as females are about uh, um, love, right. a- attention, uh, generally because we're not taught to be that way. Right. You know, coming up, we are you know really taught to be very stoic uh, and that kind of thing, and you know that's again a way to show, and I think guys are more visual and more able to show openly mm-hmm. in that in that that realm than than others so and it you know it, it is work it doesn't it doesn't start and you know hey this is good you know you have to you have to you know don't don't be shy and you have to talk about it mm-hmm. it's something that I know some couples have had trouble with and I've you know talked to some folks and I always ask them well have y'all talked about it and invariably the answer is no so uh, it has to get out there. It's well, it, it's very enlightening to me, and, and even as a woman, uh, being told that, and I, I get it. I, I really do, truly get it. And but the, the the us women still have a hard time really grasping it. While we get it, we operate so differently. The the, the chemical nature of mm-hmm. of men and women are so different, right. and I think the you know I think that's where a lot of the the confusion goes, and mm-hmm. the the constantly looking, and it and it goes back to something we're going to talk about in a bit about guys are pretty much what you see is what you get for the most part, mm-hmm. and and if they say that that's that's probably what they meant, um, you know that that is that is clear in that subject as as well. So it's a it's a boy that's a multifaceted subject the the sex the sex <laughs> item, really. but the thing I would say as far of of a marriage is that. If you know you don't think that's an important part on both sides, uh, it is. It is. Um, I have a question uh, on chat. Actually, two. The first one is, John, would you recommend cohabitation before marriage? Uh, probably uh, uh, hurting grandmothers and all out there. Yes, I would. Um, there's a lot in life um, that is that is living together. Uh, dating is one thing, but sharing uh, sharing a home, uh, sharing chores, sharing uh, a life is a is a much different subject, and uh, it's not for everybody. And uh, a test run, with uh, understanding some limits, you know, to that test run, and and understanding what your goals are, and and make sure that you're both on the same page of where this is headed. And uh, I think that's an important part of all relationships is being very clear for both sides to know where you're headed and, and, and talking about that constantly. So uh, I would say yes. Yes, I think cohabitation. Jeannie, your thoughts? I, I would agree with you. Again, I've 
I mentioned earlier, we, we commuted for six years and then we didn't live in the same state until we until we moved here. And and it went from this, you know, very romantic every weekend seeing each other and life was fabulous to like, oh, we live together. This is my bathroom. <laughs> Stay out of my bath. You have yours, I have mine, you know. I think it's really important to... And I think you do need to talk about it. I don't think there can be enough discussion over who should be doing what in the house. Okay, we've got a, a call on the line. Uh, Kay. Mm-hmm. Hey, you? can you hear me, John? I can, Kay. Thank you. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I've been typing this message or this question into the chat <laughs> line, so since you're ignoring me there, I thought I'd have to call it in. Oh, I see it. Some of us are not electronic geniuses at times, <laughs> and uh, our, our first show sometimes we have to figure things out. And uh, as She's again, persistent. Kay, Kay, I am I a ma- I am a man, I and that should answer in, a lot. Yeah, that's right. I know. I know. I guess I don't have computers in the caves. <laughs> hey, hey, John. I have a question for you. Yes. Um, if you really want to bring men out of the cave, I want you to answer this one question for me. How come it's so common? And okay, I know you know you've been married a long time, so you you you're not doing this. But how come it's so common with men that take a girl out on a date, and when they leave, they say, "I'll call you," and they never call. What's up with that? Well, I think Kay, that is uh, unfortunately um, the little white lie. Just like we don't want to tell. Um, you know, our moms that we smoke cigarettes or whatever, it's easier to lie than it is to come out and say, you know, Kay, you know, I really had a, a crappy time. I have no intention of ever wanting to go out with you in any way, shape, or form again. You know, it, it's just easier to answer that way. And, and, you know, men at times will tend to be people who don't want to ruffle feathers, you know, and I think I think all of us are guilty of that at times. But in in a case of that, I think it, you know, to be blunt, they basically would say, hey, I'll call you. Sounds easy. But, uh, you know, in today's time, Kay, the, uh, from what I understand with, with a lot of dating friends I have at, at, at my age, you know, the, the women do the calling. So that's 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 what we've got on that. But I, I, I it's 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 the little white lie idea, and it's um yeah. You, but you know, know, a lot of my friends who experience this, this, the guys they're not. It's not like the women are asking, "Are you going to call me?" I mean, the guys take uh-huh. them to the door, and as they're leaving, okay. they don't say. They're not at the women are asking for the guy to say they're going to call. But the guy just offers this up. Hey, I'll call you. You know, but they Kay, never call. I just think it's pretty unfair. Well, I, Kay, I agree with you. I agree with you. And and usually I assume that most of the time the tone of the date, that most people realize whether probably within the first ten minutes, is this going to happen again or not? And and the idea that you know somebody says that again, it's a it's a it's a way to be kind, a white lie. And I, the question I was asked is, how many times does the woman go? Gosh, I hope he doesn't call. You know, I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to have to tell this guy no. I really don't want to go out with him again. So it's a. It, it's a. I think it's a leave the door thing that everyone says almost every time, and it's almost a, you know, a reaction. And and instead of wanting to actually try to say, hey, you know, gosh, this really wasn't a lot of fun. You know, we we are. You know, this didn't go anywhere. Let's um enjoyed it. Uh, you know, see you around. You know, it's so much nicer to say, hey. 
you know, I'll call you, you know, and, and, and probably both of you feel good, you know, oh, well, the guy's tall enough for me to want to call, and the guy says, well, you know, hey, I made her feel good, or, you know, the, the, the one thing is I want to love the lady who turns and says, you know, I really don't want you to call. You know, I, it's a, you know, that, that's, that's where, that's, and that's where you guys step in. That's what you need to say. Well, I'm chomping at the bit here. <laughs> Gina's chomping at the bit. Can you, can you give me something on that, Gina? Well, you, you just got done a little while ago saying, you know, men are literal. What you see is what you get. So why don't you say, hey, good night. Thank you. I'm not calling you. Well, I will let me let me <laughs> that's Gina, you, you nailed me and I agree I agree with you wholeheartedly. The the uh, the thing I would say about that is probably as you get to know somebody deeper into relationship, yeah. you, you both can be I think I think almost in any relationship starting out, people tell some white lies about themselves to either make themselves more appealing or, or something like that kinda of to get going. And I think that uh, you know, and that may happen, may not. You'd love to say that you'd say everything exactly the truth, but I, you know, it's it's improvisation. You know, it's always a good story. So it's it's equivalent to a woman's to a woman's phrase of, let's just be friends. Uh, going the opposite way, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. I would say so. I would say so. See yes. you as a friend. I, I, you know, and and there's nothing wrong with friends. Nothing wrong with friends at all. Like that a lot. Listen, we're going to take a break right now. Again, uh, we're here on Zeus Radio Network on Hear Women Talk. We'll be back. Well, appreciate that, Gina. In the last segment, you were able to um, nail me to the wall on one of my little things, but we're going to we're going to put you in your place. Well, we are going to discuss that a little further, as you and I talked about. So that sounds good. Um, one of the things that I think uh, important relationship-wise that goes into the idea of of the premarital advice, I think, but this is a, a personal thing that each one has to take care of. The old, you know, there's no I in team. Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you what, there better be an I before there's a we. If someone doesn't know if they're still working out who they are, and we all go through so many phases of life where we, we think we've got it, and then sometimes they'll slip away from us a little bit and, and really... You know, that's a big part of relationship is be able to be, be an I and be yourself. And that's part of that, that having a life. And because sometime in a relationship, no matter how long, one of the two is going to have to carry the ball for the other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you both have to be able to do that. And that, that's what makes good relationships when you have folks who are very comfortable with themselves. And, and with that, it's very important for the, the, the male in the relationship or the female to be the biggest fan of the other that they can be. Um, you know, you've, you've got to, everybody needs encouragement. And one of the best places to start is, is at home or in a relationship. And uh, I think that's, that's something positive you should always do. I'm going to get to something we talked about a little bit just a second ago, kind of impromptu. But um, ladies, again, men are not that smart. Okay, I, I, one of the things that that I've talked to many many ladies on 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 many discussions about about their guy, and they they really dissect words, terms, and all that to look for some meaning that's obviously around the left shoulder or somewhere behind the back. And generally, my point is, men aren't that smart. We really aren't. There's, we pretty much say say what we mean. 
Um, and and there's a lot of discussion of tone. And Jeannie, you and I discussed that a little bit before we mm-hmm. got going. Uh, tone is affected by a lot of things in, in, in anyone. And there's, there's 50,000 things in our lives today that are going on all the time. So tone of any discussion generally probably 70 to 80% is not projected at the person that they're speaking to or is is projecting to the words that they're saying. So I would tell um, my women friends that the key is listen to the words that are being spoken to you. Listen to the words. And the second thing is go back and listen to the words that you may have said to prompt that. And I think there you'll actually get a, a more true answer. And sometimes you have to back away from the situation to do that instead of, uh, you know, kind of gnawing at each other over, over tone. And the other part about that, I think when you do that, then you'll stop where I have uh, many of my friends spend a lot of time analyzing something that really is, is, not, is not there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, I'm really... You know, I think there's some real answers there if you'll if you'll take that approach, and so that that's one of my pieces. Again, us guys aren't that bright. There 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 are manipulative people out there in the world, male and female, mm-hmm. and I know there are. But I would tell you that 95% of the guys aren't trying to manipulate. They are. There's really what they say is, is probably what they meant, and and not not that they won't always say something. That's not meant like our little white lie, <laughs> but they, uh, for the most part, in a relationship, once you get to a point, what they say is what they meant, and I would, I would cut down the time that we spent trying to analyze that. And you had told me something in the break about uh, uh, a situation with you. With with tone. Uh, yeah, you were telling me about or the with gentleman the, with the that, white lie. Yeah, the white lie with the uh, with my my dating days yes. before I settled yes. down. Yes. Well, I, I, there was a time when I was dating a lot trying to find the right person and went on this really really great date that I thought was fabulous and it went on for about eight hours and we went to dinner and we played pool and it was it was a lot of fun and and he asked me on a second date before the date ended and I'm like okay this is good it was kind of like you were saying earlier like you just know whether or not it's going to continue I'm like well he asked for a second date so obviously it's going to continue dropped me off gave me a quick peck on the lips Good night. Um, we'll do something tomorrow. And then I get an email from him that night that says, just wasn't feeling a spark when I kissed you, so I don't think we can date. But, but uh, hey, you want to go over to the pier and have some lunch? I'm like, what? <laughs> but I think he did say in that and what you were saying that he said, look, I'd I love to, to be friends. Mm-hmm. You know, And sometimes people will truly tell you what that you know, again, at that that time when you're supposed to be doing the hey, we'll get back together, we'll do this, right. then once some time thought if it it wasn't for him or, again, we don't know what his relationship statuses mm-hmm. were as we go, and uh, what he told you was uh, pretty much this is what I have to offer as a he was at least honest about yeah. that, and and a friendship, and I don't. Uh, that's again if you were to start reading something into mm-hmm. that you could conjure and spend hours of thinking why I didn't read much into that one okay. I just read into it I'm like what an idiot <laughs> that's, that was about what I read into it I'm like 
If you didn't feel it, don't ask for a second date. Uh, that's that, all. That's true. That's Tell true. me you'll call me. He should have said, I'll call you. <laughs> he would have done much better off on the I call you line. Remember Ex- that? Exactly. I'd remember, rather hear I'll call you. Remember that, ladies. Please let your dates know the end line of the night is I'll call you. <laughs> that's what we want to do. Um, again, it, it comes back to, again, I think that uh, men are very, very, you know, pretty straightforward. Um, and we're not that bright to think up these these odd things mm-hmm. that will that will work. Turning to another kind of interesting subject um, that that I found in Men's Health again uh, was actually an article on anger. And I know relationships that you know we we get in really tight discussions and say things and and get angry and and whatever. And we're always again more analysis. You know what what happened in this this argument. Well, what it really was kind of interesting is the article talked about that generally men have have a need as they get aggravated per se to kind of have a just a ah you mm-hmm. know just get something out you know mm-hmm. um, some you know unfortunately may do things like hit walls and stuff like that you know others you know and he's his thing is you know just just say something just get just just build it up get it out. And uh, you know he's he's his point is as opposed to some other items the sex item was as opposed to this is when it's good to have an early release. They say when you're having an argument when it's just blah just let something loose and then you can kind of let your spouse know that hey I've hit a point mm-hmm. or a relationship I've hit a point. And let's back it down and, and figure out where we need to go from here and uh, have, have good discussions. But kind of interesting. I was uh, surprised that he gave uh, that advice to to literally, wow, just say something out there that you know um, that may not uh, may not be pleasant. I think maybe there should be like a code word, like if you need to have that anger release, like give me a beer. I don't know. It was some kind of. Something that signifies that you're angry, but not angry at her. Well, I think we were uh, getting a little meet the parents stuff as we yeah. were coming in, and I think uh, muskrat was the term that they used, and and that may that may be a good idea. But what it basically said to to the guys, the longer they hold it in, and then believe me, when guys get to that point, they'll go into the cave, and they will not talk. They will, you know, they'll they'll literally go into the cave. Well, the idea is if you give this early release, uh, that that will probably stop you from going into the cave mm-hmm. and keep everything more on the table and all that. And and for for one, you know, for the the woman to understand that this is not a uh, something drastic directed at them, um, but it is it is a point that uh, allows the guy to have have a release and ability to move on. So I thought this was kind of interesting. Another thing, again, ladies. That men's health teaches us as we go. Men's wow. Health magazine on newsstands everywhere. I think we need to get our subscriptions to that. I, I think uh, I have mine already, so we'll get those out. I to mean, ladies, listeners. us ladies. Anyway, we are going to take another break here, and we'll be back in just a few minutes with John Banks and bringing men out of the cave on the Zeus Radio Network with Hear Women Talk. Uh, a few minutes ago about our anger article and uh, this this kind of struck me a little bit 
um, that I think is a is a life rule for for almost anybody. You know, no one truly understands what someone else is feeling. Somebody, somebody the common phrase is, you know, I know what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. No, don't say that. No. That should be on the page of the things not to say mm-hmm. because they don't. And it's it's very difficult to understand everything that goes on in someone else's lives and, and what their shoes are and, and all that. So, you know, the the idea that, you know, to try to put yourself in there to, to work or talk with somebody about something is almost absurd. And uh, the idea is to do more listening mm-hmm. and let somebody get it out. Let somebody let it go, and um, if you have any words of, of you know, a praise, of a positive um, to add in, then then probably go there. And I think guys at times are, are not very good at that. Uh, I think that they don't truly have a uh, not as not as good a listener, and uh, you know, not as emotionally in touch at times with. With the the spouse relationship they're dealing with, so would you say that men are are, are conditioned that way as well to not listen as well? I don't know if uh, I don't know if we're conditioned, I, and and possibly so. Almost as an idea that um, uh, the women are the emotional side of life, and that the the guys, the production, the you know the stoic, you know, which I think puts us all in a lot of trouble in a lot of times that uh, really doesn't allow us to communicate well with mm-hmm. the other. So it, uh, yeah, yeah, I think it is somewhat conditioned that way. And it, it really takes a lot between two as a relationship. And a lot of times guys are, are not as easy to open up and truly say. But that's where a good relationship, you can really get tied together and, you know, lay it out on the table. And I'm going to tell you the best relationships are that way. If you could give one piece of advice on how to get your man to actively listen to you. I don't mean to stump you on that. No, that's good. It's good. It, it, that, that's really good. I think uh, uh, w- the emphasis of the importance of it and its long-term ramifications. Okay. Um, the funny thing is reading in um, uh, Dr. John Gray's book, uh, Mars and Venus in Love, uh, same writer of Women Are From Venus, mm-hmm. Men Are From Mars, uh, he talks about that men do not truly experience love in, in its deepest form until they've been separated from it, wow. which is really very interesting. I, I found that of, of most of what I read one of the most interesting parts. They do not truly feel love till they're separated from it. Wow. So um, a lot of times, you know, it seems like that they've got to walk away from it to really understand how much it feels for them before it becomes comes real for them. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, in in that discussion of what you were saying is that somehow I'm not saying that you a threat of loss, but a understanding of what's on the line, um, possibly uh, could could create that. And and a lot of it is you know being able to let go. And, and being being vulnerable, you know, mm-hmm. and, and all of us again, that's that's that comfort level uh, with someone being able to, you know, and it's not easy. It's not easy because you're bringing out the hurt. But if you really want him to, to listen to you about any subject in particular that's important to you, how do you? I think you emphasize this is important to me, 
And you, will you please sit down and listen? Yeah, and and you know the key the key to listening is cut off the tube. Mm-hmm. You know, cut off music. Look at look me in the eye. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, so glass of wine. Let's sit down and let me let me let's talk about this. And uh, it should be, you know, that should be a sign. And then one of another one thing that Dr. Gray speaks about is when when a guy says, "I need to tell you something." Women just spark immediately into attention because it's so rare that he does that, <laughs> you know. So um, in this case, I think it's it's a, a point of the of the female. Right, but how do you handle the? Uh, and I'll stop asking questions. No, no, it's good. How do you handle the? I don't want to talk about that right now. I'm not ready to talk about that. Well, right I think now. you. I think you may accept that once. And yeah, I say if you've heard it ten times, what, where do you draw? Well, that I think line? I think you say at a point. Well, I mean, I guess it's uh, is it a deal breaker? Is it a you know, if it if it's you, you and you got to explain it that way. Uh, let me explain this to you. This is something that we need to discuss, or it's, or it's a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. You know, this is my life, our happiness for for many years to come. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I think again, either he will do the right thing and listen. Or you got to truly question, unfortunately, question his commitment. And uh, you know, being in a relationship is a committed, uh, committed thing, and you really have to mm-hmm. give a lot. It's a lot from both people. You know, it's not a it's not a one way street. Um, it's it's something you got to get from both people. So I think the the idea, not not necessarily threat of loss, but uh, you know, overly emphasizing importance. And if I'm sad, I don't want to talk about that right now. Then the question is, when would be a good time? It, or I understand that now, uh, but in a couple of days, oh, we're going to need to talk about this, mm-hmm. and I need you to listen to me. And uh, I think you know when you look in their eye if they're truly listening or not. And if you put all that out there and you put it in all those terms, and they won't, um, then you may kind of question where you are, and and, and that's something both of you do. So. Awesome. We have a call from Sue in Pennsylvania. Sue, hi. Welcome to the John Banks Show. Bring a man out of the cave. Hey, how are you? Great. Wonderful. Uh, just wondering, how do we get our men to understand that helping with the household chores, um, with the kids, with all that goes into keeping a family running is... I don't know if uh, part of their responsibility, I guess, is the word, or just that it, it it really needs to be not just a woman's job. How how do we how do we convey that to them? You know, I, I, we all know nagging doesn't work. We all know repeating ourselves <laughs> over and over again doesn't work. How do we get how do we get the guy to <laughs> how do we impress upon him how important it is and that it will. It will work in his best interest to help with these things. Well, Sue, as uh, kind of, I, I understand completely uh, what you're saying. Uh, understand that uh, you know a, a marriage is it's a it's a shared load of duties. Um, marriage has the the really good you know feel good times, and then there's ninety other percent of the time when you're actually living and taking care of of life. 
and uh, sheer duties are absolute. I mean, it's it's important. I don't care what relationship is at what level. Um, anything that comes about is you know you, you have to work as a team. And when one is overburdened uh, with team things and the other is not, then there's going to be resentment in the relationship. And uh, I don't think you want to go there. And I, I think you know I think you have to to lay it out there and 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 again sh- shut off the tube. Say hey, I need this help. And and the other thing that is important when you're doing that is that once some of those things are done, again we're not that bright, Sue. Just just <laughs> throw it out there and 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 thank him like a child, you know. Because again we're not that bright. We you know we any any little thing we always everybody loves some praise and some thanks and and all that. And we should all do that all the time. I mean it's it's general as a, as Southern people we're we're. we're Ma'am, yes, ma'am, thank you, everything, all the time. But I would truly say that um, you've got to emphasize that as an important part of the relationship. And it, it affects the whole relationship when one is carrying the ball all the time and the other is kind of sitting on the sidelines. And I know that, you know, each, each a chore at home is as important as something at work. And it has to, it has to there's got to be a balance there. And there's got to be a balance of shared duties. And I, I think that... You know, you, you've got to get your best point across to them that hey, I, I need your help, and you know this isn't a kidding thing. We uh, this is this is and, and lay out the day, lay out the the chores and the structure that that is that is out there, and uh, you know say hey, this is a this is a huge body of work, and we need to share it. I heck, I, I need some help. You know, or I'm you know I'm not going to be a very nice person to be married to. Right. I think a lot of women think, well, God, it's it's obvious what needs to be done, you know, and <laughs> well, and and and, and, and they're not like, that smart, you know. Sue, I, 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 Gina hit the nail on the head, and and I, this was actually something I, I I thought about talking about today was when you've got duties, talk to us, mm-hmm. tell us exactly mm-hmm. what you want. Again. Hinting at things doesn't get much done from us. We're we don't pick yeah. up on that stuff. We are very you know we kind of got all these things going on, ball game this and that. I need this done. I need this done by then. Hey, you know, and and then there's you know some give and take, and, and especially if you can actually put something down on paper and say these are the chores. This is what I need done, and 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 it's not a nobody likes to be told what to do. We've got to ask, right? And and mm-hmm. hope that hope the gentleman will do the right thing and uh, step up and and take care of responsibilities. So, Sue, I hope that may have helped you. Yes, yeah, definitely. Thank you so much. You guys sound great, and uh, just you know, just listening. Well, I thank you. To many shows. Thank you, thank you so much, Sue. We appreciate that. And uh, it's been a, a good day on our first show here and uh, having a lot of fun. Thanks, Gina. Thanks for having me. For being here. And it's uh, been great to be here in the studio, the, great, the palatial studios here of Zeus Radio in lovely Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. If you need a, a break to get away, please. Uh, uh, Martini Meeting is uh, the show that I do. On- so thank you very much. Have a good evening, and we look forward to seeing you next week. You guys give up? Oh, yeah, thirsty for fun. Uh-huh.